0: give a warm welcome to uh, Ben Yablonski. Ben, come on up on stage here. And uh, as Ben is coming up, I just want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in. And I know that people are tuning in all over BC here in Ladysmith. Uh, We got people in Alberta. We got people in different locations. And I want to say a special shout out to my friend Neil and his wife Tanya who are watching this morning for the first time. All right, Ben, uh, 911 Care Society. Yes. Uh, you work with fire and police uh, officers. You're right in there with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are, you are kind of their support, their chaplain. Uh, how did 911 Care happen? How did all this come together?
1: <laughs> uh long, long time ago. Now, I was involved in firefighting before ministry kind of thing. And then when I ended up in ministry, I was an auxiliary police officer And pastoring in Lake Cowichan and then riding out with officers. And I noticed more and more of the officers asked me to ride with them. And after a little while, they were talking about things in their lives and stuff. And then, because I'm a guy, it took me a little bit longer to figure it out. They really needed somebody they could talk to, kind of off the record and share stuff with. And I was asking the Lord, they need somebody. Who could they possibly... And the Lord was preparing me and I didn't quite realize that. So I stepped away 22 years ago from church pastoring to had to form a society because denominations weren't up on chaplaincy yet. They were still plant churches, plant churches. And so when I stepped over into chaplaincy, formed a society, it was new to the police departments, to the fire departments, but it just took off. People were letting me out, ride, inviting me to ride with them and whatnot and uh, sharing some stuff they've never shared before because I was a safe person. I treat their cruiser like their office. And unless it's a really good joke, I tell them that, I'll be able to share
0: that. But otherwise, everything else stays in the car. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. And, yeah, as I've been in pastoral ministry and interact with RCMP officers, paramedics, fire Uh, the stress and strain from the things that they go through, the dangerous situations, both the, but the, also just the trauma and the heart suffering, seeing people who lose their homes or in a horrific accident or all these things. Um, it is very stressful on them. And so they really do need an outlet. They need a chaplain to talk to. And you're right, a safe person who isn't going to share everything, all those kind of things. So a really vital role. Um, yeah. Real quick story, a number of years ago, you invited me as local pastor yep. to a uh, RCMP detachment in Duncan, Yes, and we got to do a cool barbecue lunch for all the officers. It was a great time. I got to sit at the table, chat with officers and all this stuff. Super funny that day, there was a guy who had been watching our church online oh. and had never actually come to our church for a service. They've been doing it for a year. They live back east. Then they moved to Vancouver Island. And when they moved here, they ended up going to getting a job, kind of South Island, Mill Bay area. So they weren't able to come to our church. Uh, so at that barbecue was the first time I got to meet that guy face to face. He was one of your volunteers. Oh, okay, you had yeah. recruited him. And he comes up to me and he goes, hi, do you remember my name? <laughs> And I look at him with this like instant sense of panic, like I'm, I should know who this person is, but I don't. And then I look and he's got a giant name tag, Roger or something. And I was like, Roger. And he's like, wow, that's amazing you're an incredible pastor. You re- remembered my name. I was like, I am an incredible pastor. <laughs> and I look at the other RCMP officers and they're all just laughing their heads off. They're like, wow, that's something else. So yeah. that was a great time. But um, just kind of that socialization, doing yes. things for the officers, trying to bless them. Um, how does it all kind of work out on the ground? Because I just read one of your updates. These guys go through some crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. There was a really horrific accident. You couldn't share a ton of details about it, but they had to go through that. Another officer caught a guy speeding 180 kilometers an hour in an 80 zone. Yes. He's well (laughs) over 100 over. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dangerous stuff. So just maybe touch a little bit on how does all that flesh out on the ground?
1: Oh, So things that we see maybe once or twice in our lifetime, they can end up seeing in a week or even in a day. You know, between deaths, between horrendous fights and everything else, and emotional things. They can be a a social worker at the first call, and before 10 o'clock they're doing something else. They're giving a death notice or something else. It's just total, they they never know what's going to happen. And I was with one watch, a shift, And that happened every day. There was some major trauma thing happened every day on their four days on. Mm -hmm. And the one guy says, well, that's the way it happens. We may not get anything that bad again for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, and
0: that does build up on people. It does build up on people, yeah. So, yeah. So I do
1: a lot of light counseling and just debriefing, help them talk that off. Yeah before, yeah. you know, it For becomes sure. toxic or they store it in the back of their mind like a bunch of shoeboxes. Yeah. And then, then it takes only one bad event to trigger all of that stuff to come out. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Now, do the police or fire ever use you uh, kind of on scene? They're like, there's some people over there that need someone to talk to. Can you go talk to them? Do you end up getting yes. those kind of duties? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the police... At <sighs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, On the fire side, when I actually get to ride out on the trucks with them, uh, if we're at a bad accident and there's somebody trapped in the vehicle, the captain at the scene has asked me, talk to the people. Let them know what we're going to do. Because we still have to pull the car apart. And there's metal screeching and vibrations when you use the saw or something. So you just kind of, I'm in there. Hi, I'm the chaplain. I'm just here to talk, let you know what's going to happen. We're going to get you out of here as quick as we can without any more trauma but there'll be this or this wow. noise or that noise. Yeah, huge so, huge
0: help to the the detachment there. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Ben, as a former pastor now with 911 care, you care about the church, you care oh, about yeah. the relationship. So, how does 911 kind of filter back to the church? How does it benefit the church?
1: Well, when when God was moving me into the into this, one of the things I liked right off was this has the opportunity of putting whole families back into the church because i was you know pastoring and we had missionaries and coming in on organizations and then you'd lose this family or that family to missions well this is one of the missions that actually helps put the whole family back into church and quite often for the first time they're trying out to visit churches and whatnot so if they let me know they've gone to this church or that church i'll contact the pastor and say pastor darren uh Fred and Jim are coming or you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and just hey don't put them on any committees <laughs> You know, let, let them get oriented just to the church, this family, out. that family, you know, and just yeah and then just love them through and wow, what a yeah. blessing they've been to the different churches they that's awesome and what a blessing we've been to them in their lives. To them in their yeah, their whole family. So fantastic. Okay, yeah.
0: reverse direction. How can the church be a blessing to nine one one? Obviously we pray for you, we yes. support you a little bit every month.
1: Yes. Oh. And you're one of the three churches that does that. So okay. that's that's a huge help. Part of it is financials because this is working so well. Police and fire departments think I'm paid by the department. I wish. But it's, not, it's, <laughs> it's not. not happening. So I have to raise the support by sharing in churches and whatnot, and individuals come along, and that's, that's where our support comes from. The other part is prayer. Pray for that I'll be a blessing to the officers and the fire department so that they'll feel that. Yeah. So that, hey, I'll, I'll invite Ben again because this happened or that. So the other is Protection. For them, for their families, for myself, and also for fruit. Mm. That the Lord will work in their lives and they can start asking God some of those big questions and God will answer it for them. And, you know, take those spiritual roadblocks out of their lives so they can get closer to God. So that's exciting. Beautiful.
0: Well, thank you for the work you do. Thanks for representing Jesus well, <laughs> thank and you. Uh, thank you for being here this morning.
1: Oh no, it's a privilege to be be back here and share. So yep. thank you. Awesome.